0: And welcome to Accent of Women, a show by and about women from diverse cultures and languages right across the world. I'm Giselle Hanna. Last week, I brought you part one of the opening keynote address of the Listen Conference, which was delivered by performing artist Coco Solid. This week, I bring you the concluding second part of that speech with a couple of questions at the end. So as I mentioned last week, I attended the Listen Feminist Conference in Melbourne on the weekend of the 14th, 15th and 16th of October. Listen exists to spark and cultivate a conversation from a feminist perspective around the experiences of marginalised people in Australian music. Beginning with a website to share experiences as stories, rants, ephemera, mixtapes and leading to a printed anthology – Listen is here to encourage more equal participation in the music industry. The opening keynote address was delivered by the performing artist Coco Solid. Jessica Hansell, who is Coco Solid, describes herself as a musician, writer, artist and philosophy girl, and she hails from Auckland, Aotearoa New Zealand. Here's Coco.
1: So I long for cultural practices, not to be treated as decorative, not to be token elements of the real event. That is the fucking real event. And if we are to see each other holistically and politically, and we are asking each other to grow, that is essential. To incorporate the belief systems and experiences of all people who engage here. People who give their love and their time over to a movement that they may not be able to see the fruits of in their lifetime. All marginalized people know what I'm talking about. So you're doing work every day. You know you may not get to see the actualized victories. The struggle for Maori independence and sovereignty in New Zealand is tino ranga tanga. And we often say ka whawhai nu It is a struggle without end. So in essence, we consent to the intensive toiling, the brawling, the dialoguing, the unearthing, the knowing full well that the outcomes may not be realised until we ourselves are the distant ancestral memory of someone else. This is the true calling of why, this is the true reason of why we gather here to talk, to strategize, to form a meridian in which to uphold each other and to hold each other accountable. It's not so people think. You're a woke one. You're a real one. It's to actually build a meridian of love and accountability. And often, harsh accountability is a form of love. I think there's been some kind of (laughs) mix-up with people thinking that honesty is a cruelty of sorts when you are holding each other accountable to an evolving Ideology it 's not if your heart is in the right place it 's not if you 're flexing on your friend then yeah it 's not useful now i 'm a huge fan of both the indigenous and delusian notion that time is the fourth scan the past the present, and the future are unfurling simultaneously time a scan so by that, by that idea, our legacy, our future legacy, is pulling us towards it. And it's not a monumental legacy either. It's a spiritual legacy comprised of our intentions, our actions, our real selves. Thus, by this rationale, our past offers us technologies and knowledge that we are only just computing now. Yeah, don't press me about the benefits of coconut oil or eating off the land, because I knew that shit a while back. (laughs) Which leads me to manakitanga, which is a Māori concept in which kindness, sharing and hosting of a person or a group gives honour or mana to the people who prioritise you. If you think about it, when we share our psychic time with other humans, We're constantly playing with the potential to empower and enlighten each other. This alchemy is always at our disposal. It's it's possible in every single conversation that we have. In order to connect ourselves with something greater than the idea that we are good, we can view our roles as morphers of culture, as sacred and valuable, and watch that idea actualise without performed or postured anxiety of being good. You just are. So the embedding and the constant interrogation of what it is you want to build can really begin. So it brings me back to these questions. Who are you out here for? Who are you trying to impress or gallantly, visibly assist when you take part in things such as this? Do you honour the fluidity of raw and real exchange, knowing that you run the risk or the opportunity, depending on if you're posi or not, to torch your ego and your identity to the ground each time you do it wholeheartedly. <coughs> By continuing and upholding the respectability politics of tangible white western feminism constantly in order to maintain an image, know that you are actually secretly upholding several other regimes as well. And a few of them are the ones that you're supposed to be here to re See the three scams. Do you participate in the portal of magic that is real time with real human beings, the endless possibility of physical kinship, or in real one terms, are you even out on these streets, bro? If your feminism and your activism doesn't involve more than hot-headed tweets, screenshots and column inches, who are you doing this for? Those things are cool, they're valuable, but if that's that's the heart of what you're doing, you need to re-examine maybe. Because if the poor do not have access to your ideas and your resources, then it stands to reason that you may not in fact be changing shit. So yeah, uh, feminism to me doesn't start making sense until I saw the dexterity and the political multitudes that it can offer to people outside of the things that I am. I'm in a constant state of upheaval and dissatisfaction until people from all communities that I care about are given equal investment. If the art of the story, the oratory tradition of the story is how we have survived oppression, and for some of us things like genocide and theft, our story carry our strength like blood carries oxygen around the body and we need to honour that all contributions to the narrative are the only way we will assemble anything that resembles a macro truth or momentum. I think activism for me is about aggressive inclusion. Using my aroha, my love and weaponising it in a way that it is always contributing and it is always productive and constantly acknowledging within every exchange I have that there is the possibility of a shift. A shift that extends beyond semantics and performative scholarship and self-congratulating gatherings. We need to move beyond these templates, these paradigms. This shit is getting played out, you know what I'm saying? We need to start building new conditions in which to discuss these things and styles in which to do it and who gets the platforms and what capacity and why, and constantly ask why that is. And when there is a slight glitch or a failure, reframe and do it again. This is, I am disinterested in the legacy of career feminism. I'm into I'm into love and justice, you know? That shit's got nothing to do with me. So we need to move beyond these templates and ask ourselves, who are we really out here for? If you're out here for yourself, like I'm out here for myself. But with me, that's a multitude meaning. With me comes ancestry, comes the communities I represent, the communities that trust me. And so I'm held constantly accountable, which is great, Because it means that I am forced to evaluate what I'm doing constantly. And it's a real privilege. And it's a privilege to be held in these kinds of positions. But it's also pretty fraught. You know what I mean? Because I'm constantly asked, like, asking myself, who are you really out here for? And so I just want to say a couple of works that I feel cover these philosophies and they are reps. I'm space is like an eon flux I'm trying to do this thing man but it's never enough, you got that gift but maybe you don't have the guts, they say my problem is maybe you just think too much and so I go back home and people say you've changed, I try to sing the song but it don't remain the same I'm trying to tell my stories and they can't relate, they pick me apart like pepperoni pizza mate, so I fear the exclusive and I become elusive voices in my mind incredibly intrusive, telling me who the fuck do you think you are They either say, stop here, or we've come this far. Surreal situations, how bizarre. This ain't a real occupation, it's just who you are. So in your dreams, you play it down to coke. What's up, man? Know where a girl can get some dope? What's up, man? Got a six-pack? Got a gram of coke? You want to blow up or go up in smoke? I'm from the bottom of the planet. I don't belong out here. They seem somewhat insincere when they say, have no fear. My mum and dad's face itched in the back of my mind, rage against the machine and the dying of the light. See, I'm a straight gene, no one's fucking with me, but the future's so bright, it's fucking blinding me. And the ancestors say, don't leave, you were meant to leave, because that's the destiny of a Maori child prodigy. So I slave, and I slave, I'm trying to get this out, and then I crack it, then I don't know what I'm on about. I need a map because I never took an easy route, tightening my jeans when I'm wearing Orion's belt. So it's all a facade, my dream was just a mirage I'm fighting off my old love for self-sabotage Girl, you need a drink I get too high to think I'm on the cusp, I'm on the brink I'm trying to find the link Hey, it's your time to shine, so don't fuck it up You need some fresh ideas, man, buck them up you need some fresh air, man, go suck it up I hold it inside and I don't erupt Hey, don't let them down, they did this for you Don't be a clown, you gotta see this through Don't give it up is what they want you to do You might as well live it up and live up to it too. showbiz mat. If you'd like to take it up with me, well as a matter of fact, it's a pantomime up in here. Check your stacks and cravats. Exaggerate, repartee, all the talkers dilute and they're gripping on their guns but a pussy don't shoot. I'm the loner of the year and the bitches all in kibbutz. My head's down, I only look up to see all them kaput. I wear my badge of honour, it's the same as your mama We all rhymes on the timer, took it up like Osama Now your baby not the boomer, I'm the womb in the room It's hard to communicate, your attitude is a tumour So, I don't write for Skrilla, but I've driven by the gut When the aliens collect me shotgun King Tut Say the fucking second we do got us stuck in quite a rut, huh? Cuz i like a taser one verse from me trumps your sexual favor. I never had a bridge to burn. I never had a buck to earn. I never had a lesson that I did not have to relearn. A burning building or a burning bridge? So long to the dogs and the pigs. It's the year of the bitch and finding out what she did. This. A burning building or a burning bridge. And at the end of your life, all the poison will midget. What are you going to mean to me? Were you a man or a digit? And I told you from the start, that my shit was legit. Is it a burning building or a burning bridge? Thank you.
0: And on community radio stations right across Australia, you're listening to Accent of Women. This is Coco Solid's opening keynote address at the Listen Feminist Music Conference in Melbourne over the weekend of October 14, 15 and 16. The session moved into question time and the first question related to self-doubt and how does Coco particularly deal with and manage her self-doubt and her confidence?
1: My self-doubt and my mental health is... Street theatre, it's out of control, it's completely erratic, and um, I'm at the mercy of the same fluctuations and um, walls as anyone else. Um, I also have to negotiate all of the, the way the world sees me and my worldview, and those things are often at odds, you know. So often, when I'm dealing with my art and my art practice and just the things I want to contribute to the world, that's a really nice notion, and that I'm at home just pumping shit out, going love a babe. <laughs> but, but you know, I'm not. I am completely paralysed. Often, I, am, you know, I work really hard on my self-talk because you know that's a constant deconditioning. Um, but at the end of the day, what makes me Ascend from that that mindset and that psyche. Is that this is what I'm here to do. It's not necessarily that I feel I have a contribution to make it of any more value than anyone else. But I have seen the alchemy that art can do. Uh, that I have been exposed to how it impacted on my life and changed my life path and I've seen how the work that I create and the dialogue that I have with people how it can transform situations and I think when you've had that experience even with just one other human being even just one you know it's the right thing to do for, for you, you know and when it comes to the movements that I value, the political intentions and the holistic intentions of in my work. I would throw myself under a bus for this shit, you know, because I really truly believe in decolonization and the stabilizing of the self-image of Maori and Pacific people, and all people of color, women of color, women, queer people, transgender people, people who have been like estranged from the narratives People have been excluded and I just found through an organic life path, I just ended up getting more of a platform, more leverage and it becomes a responsibility. My communities at home, they trust me with that responsibility and it's a privilege, you know, it's a privilege to be standing here having this conversation with a bunch of cool strangers like, what the hell man, no, I'm not from here. And so, I do take it seriously. And when it's at odds with things like how I see myself, yeah, it can get pretty heated. They can go head to head. But ultimately, the art will always win. The work will always win. Because that's the meaning of my life, maybe. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Thank you, Barbara. I guess um, as a writer of colour, and more recently I'm Muslim, and more recently I'm constantly being approached to sort of work on very tokenistic representations of my community, and, and constantly being told, you need to compromise on what you will and won't do. Don't be too political, don't be too aggressive, don't be like, too extreme in your message. If you compromise, you get in. And then from there, you'll be able to expand. And I guess all of those kind of, you know, fake opportunities that come your way, coupled with trying to write something where you don't centre the oppressor. And how do you imagine yourself and your community and what, what you could potentially be when you're constantly asked to water down what we are presently and then often never given, like, a, a chance that you can just start imagining sort of what possibilities are. So how do you do that? do you, one, not sensitive to the when you're trying to create an imagination of you and your community and, you know, the alteration of your community? And how do you, how do you deal with mm. the constant demand that you water down who you are and what your community is? And I'm so glad you asked that, Chris. Thank you.
1: Tokenism, I think, is, you know, obviously it's a scam and it's decoy opportunity and you're constantly um, being asked, I am anyway as well, because of the respectability that I have and that I can be a representative of of sorts and it takes a long time for me to realise they need me more than I need them. And once I started like, realising that, even if I had one cent in the bank, it would still be like, you need me more than I need you. Because, and it's driven by intuition as well. There will be allowances, you know? I do have to make compromises in order to survive, in order to live. But there are, there's a certain threshold where I know I'm being exploited or I'm being commodified. I'm being reduced I'm playing with the risk that I'm potentially erasing myself consensually in order to participate in something that is essentially a poisoned chalice I think when you're young it's a really really fraught uh, path and there have been uh, allowances and things that Have happened, you know, to me creatively that litter my narrative that I'm like, damn, I got played. That doesn't happen anymore because I interrogate. um, You know, I'm not at home CSI style, the light in my eyes, going interrogating myself, but it's like I have. A sacred connection with the intentions of others, and I have to trust that's all I can do, you know. Because yeah, when you are a even the phrase non-white is still centering white as the Jupiter, and the non's are all the little tiny planets that you know orbit around that that Caucasian Jupiter. <laughs> I think I'm um, You know, you're still always at the mercy of that centralisation and it's the same with, you know, the male perspective is always just like wearing these black um, suits being stagehands, you know, in the background going, just making you look good, babe.
2: (laughs) I have no interest in that anymore.
1: And it's, yeah, it's motivated, politically motivated But it's also, it was just literally an expiration well, I just went, I'm sick of this shit I'm, re- I'm sick of watching the same kinds of narratives on TV I'm sick of reading the bullshit stuff about me and my family in the newspaper I'm sick of reading, you know, everything It permeates everything Broadcasting, contemporary art, sport, you know It was just literally, I think, I just came of age and just went this is really, really poison, and this is really boring. And if I don't utilize my communication to actually centralize and mirror myself and other people like me, I, you know, we might get another generation of people who think that this is the way it is. That these are the only stars and the only archetypes that are available to us. And I feel that way with marginalized, especially, is that there is a real uh, homogenised fetish with the Māori archetypes that we have on offer that now in the last few years is just rupturing and it's really majestic because you see different, uh, different ways of being Māori are now completely celebrated you know, we don't, we don't have to enter into these Promotes in order to survive, be it, be you as a storyteller, or be you as any other kind of artist. So, when I am put into a situation where, where I might be tokenized, should I just don't go for it? You know, I will consider it and I'll investigate. But that's why I want to build my own world, so that these things are on my terms, so that I can reach again a younger incarnation of myself so that we have storytellers in the future who know that you don't have to do that, you don't have to pay that game. It's a risk constantly (laughs) when you're under these regimes. You're constantly, it's a lottery. Am I gonna get exploited? I don't know. All I have is my wits, and again, it brings us back to the weaponizing. All I have is my ability to go, are you for real?
0: That was Coco Solid's opening keynote address at the Listen Feminist Music Conference in Melbourne over the weekend of October 14, 15 and 16. And that concludes the two-part broadcast of that speech. If you're interested in checking out Coco Solid's work, you can go to her website, which is simply cocosolid.com. The music you're listening to is Coco Solid herself. Additionally, if you want to learn more about Listen, go to their website, which is listenlistenlisten.org. A big thank you to the conference organisers for the use of the audio. And that's all we have time for on today's programme of Accent of Women. Accent of Women is produced in the Melbourne studios of Community Radio 3CR, with the financial assistance of the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The show is distributed nationally. Via the Community Radio Network with special thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. If you want to get in touch with the producers of the show, you can write to us at Accentofwomen at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter or like our page on Facebook. If you want to hear this show again or any of our previous programs, you can download the podcast from 3CR's website, 3CR.org.au and that's the digit three, not spelt out in letters. Go to the Accent of Women page and follow the links to this week's show. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Giselle Hannah, and I look forward to your company again next week.